Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here is your official spoiler warning. If you haven't seen um, the... If you haven't sort of kept track of John Leguizamo's career from the late 80s through to the early 2000s, then got some bad news for you. We're spoiling his career trajectory (laughs) and potentially some of the films in... This is your spoiler warning. (laughs) Peace. I hate the word. Hello, welcome to Mish and Zach's Leguizamarama. This is a podcast where each week we watch something John Leguizamo has been in. Usually. Yeah, usually. But this week we are on a mish. A mission. We're on a mission. Yeah, you can't abbreviate every word yeah, that's to true. be mish. I was about to say we're on a missionorama. Um, that's good. That's actually good, though. But then there's a Leguizamo Rama pun rather than a John Leguizamo yeah. pun. Do you know what? I'm not even going to introduce us. We're on a Leguizamo mission. I'm not even going to introduce us because we're not important this week. What is important okay. is John Leguizamo's uh, career trajectory in the 90s. You know? That's what we're here to talk about. Circa the 90s. Mm. That, is, that is what we are here to talk about. If you've been following... The John Leguizamo-themed podcast, Leguizamo-rama, for yep. the last couple of months, yeah. on and off, here and there, Mish and I have been watching his films around uh, circa the 90s. The 90s. We didn't watch all of them, but a lot. Many are unavailable. We yes. are close to having watched everything he made in the 90s. That is legally and easily available in Australia. That's right. So, but we've left a couple. We've left a couple of special ones. We've left a couple. Yeah. But that's what we've been doing is we've been watching his movies in the 90s. And the reason for that is we've got to do a bit of a recap. Oh, let's bring it back to recap days. That's our old podcast. Go listen to that. Please. Um, so we can make some ad money off that as well. We don't make much. <laughs> Enough to cover the cost of Tom. No, not even. So, um, so basically, what happened was we were watching. What were we watching, Mish? What was the name of the film? When we were completely th- uh, frogs for snakes. We were watching frogs for snakes. You all know about frogs for snakes. Yeah, we've all been there. We've that's all an episode, frogs for snakes. That's an episode from podcast past. If you are just if this is the first time you've ever listened to Leguizamarama. I would recommend going back to at least Frogs for Snakes, but maybe even just back to a film because this is a weird one. This is one for the three or four fans. Yes. Because we were watching Frogs for Snakes and we had a bit of an epiphany because what we have been doing here at Leguizamarama is is we've been doing more than just watching his films. We've been categorising his films. We've been um, scientifically defining what it is to be a John Leguizamo. And one of the things we found early on, one of the discoveries we made early on was the ages of Leguizamo. Yes. Uh, it was a belief we had, a pretty solid belief, that John Leguizamo was, um, uh, has had many eras. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, you can define his eras yes. by, by different categorizations. What are those categories? So Mish? we started off with... Baby legs. Baby legs. So this is the legs of the 80s for sure. Mm-hmm. We're very sure of that. This is Little Man Big Jacket. Little Man Big Jacket. Little Man Big Jacket. We've got- Hasn't grown into his teeth yet. That's right. Curly hair that um, it has very little product in it. Uh, not a muscular boy. 
He is mm-hmm. a, he is a baby in the industry, uh, and he's playing a big man's game. The jacket. The jacket is the the. I'm a big man, but the body inside the jacket. That's a baby. <laughs> it's a baby Leguizamo. Yeah, he's so fresh out of Athens. He's just learned some Strasbourg, uh-huh. and he's ready to take on the, the world. world. Uh, and then we've also got well, what we believed. So this is just where we were at. This is where we were at pre Frogs for Snakes. So after um, there was a movie called Regarding Henry, right? Go back, have a listen. Fascinating film, very funny episode mm-hmm. uh, in 1991. Mm-hmm. And he is baby legs. Mm-hmm. He plays a man who shoots Harrison Ford in the face, mm-hmm. and he's a baby legs. Mm-hmm. And then one year later, 1992. We got Whispers in the Dark, a oh. Mish favourite episode with Reed Down. I believe it's episode four or five of mm-hmm. this pod. What, genuinely one of my favourite movies we've watched of Johnny Legs. And all of a sudden, Johnny Legs is sexy. This is what we believed up until uh, recently was the beginning of the sexy Luigi, Luigi phase. phase. So anyone who knows John Leguizamo, or even if you don't know John Leguizamo, you do know Super Mario Brothers of 1993. And he was all of a sudden, he's a sexy Luigi. We don't have the Luigi from the video games. We have John Leguizamo playing Luigi. So we have baby legs. We have what we thought was sexy Luigi, a whole new era for Johnny Legs. We'll go through, um, we'll, we'll go into the subcategories later, Mish. Oh, yeah. No, we're just doing the three biggins. Uh, because then somewhere in the 2000s, you know, we, we hadn't landed on the specifics. This is the way the Legwasiences work. Uh, like all sciences, is you have to kind of dig in. That's you right. You have to kind of you 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 propose a theory and then further uh, other scientists take that theory and, and investigate further. There are no other Legua scientists but us. Yeah. So we're doing it on our own. There's not a lot of opportunity for peer review. But what happens <laughs> is we sort of propose the theory and then we keep digging. We believe somewhere in around the mid 2000s he goes from he transitions from uh, sexy Luigi uh, late era sexy Luigi which we'll go into into Dad Guazamo. Dad Guazamo. Dad Guazamo is the phase that he is currently in. It may be the final age of Leguizamo. I don't believe so. I think there's a Legu- Oh, there's more. Leguinaissance. There's absolutely a Leguinaissance. Leguizamaisance. Leguizamaisance. Yeah. We believe that's on, that's coming, and I, I I truly believe that will be a new age. Yes. Uh, I don't think it'll be called the Leguizamaisance. I think it'll be called something like the Leguizamosca nominee. Leguizamaisance. Yeah. We don't know yet. We don't know what it'll be. Yeah. But then there's Dad, Dad Guzamo. That's the age he's currently in. Mm-hmm. The subcategories, Mish. So we had uh, my particular, my personal favorite. You right? go with yours. I'll go with my favorite. It is a subcategory of Dad Guzamo, mm-hmm. and it's what we fondly refer to as Daddy Guzamo. Daddy Guzamo. So he's still Dad Guzamo. You know, he's still got a little bit of a soft belly. He's still got a bit of facial hair. Uh, like a the bit, curly like a hair of baby legs is, is back. back, but it is now maintained. Mm. So now he has expensive product to maintain his curl. Mm. He also has a full beard, not just a goatee and not just a little bit of fluff. Mm. He's got a beard sometimes. But Daddy Guazamo is mm. all of those things, but a little bit sexy. A little bit sexy. So he's worked out a little bit more for a movie or his clothes are a little bit tighter. Um He's just he's there's there's something about a Daddy Guazamo film, uh, may I say? What's a good what's a good example of a Daddy Guazamo? Oh, it's a tough one. To land, land of the on. Dead. Chef. We haven't, chef. We, haven't about chef. About, we haven't talked about Chef yet. But that's that's like, a Daddy. You know that's there's no, there there you know you haven't you haven't lived yes that's until right. you've seen Daddy Guazamo sensually rubbing the carcass of a pig. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That is Daddy Guzamo. Now, 
There's a Daddy Guzamo is such an early uh, theory. Mm. Uh, the the sub phases are such early theories, and we'll get into this with the next one. Um, we don't even really know how Daddy Guzamo works. Is it like it just? It's essentially Daddy Guzamo is when Mish gets a little bit turned on mm. by John Leguizamo. That's kind of all it mm. is. And he's in the Dad Guzamo. See, yeah. I was of the belief that it's early Dad Guzamo. It's a transitionary phase. No, I think John Leguizamo could release a film tomorrow in which and which he's Daddy. Daddy Guzamo. Yeah, I think it's just purely when when Mish gets the horn for a role that John Leguizamo plays. Like to a certain degree, Waco, there was a bit of Daddy in there. Mm. Um, more so just the reveal. That was a Daddy Guzamo reveal. Yeah, that was like hello, Daddy. <laughs> Hundred percent. Um, I'm trying to think of a, like another really good example of like a daddy. Da- um, didn't like the film. I've been very open about that. The Hollow Point. That's a daddy. Oh yes. Yeah, that's a daddy. Guzamo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there were. What's another? So, oh, th- then there's Zach's favorite. Now this um, is my favorite category. This is a little more of the like cocoon phase. This is a little bit more of a transitionary phase. Um, and also, you know, again, I think the subcategories. Are really where we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about the subcategories today. I believe. Oh, one hundred percent. And the reason for that is because I think the subcategories may not be as much of a thing as they are uh, the the fracture in what got opened up. But but my favourite subcategory is Hollywood, Hollywood. Oh, Leg was Hollywood. I never remember it. Every <laughs> live show we've done, I've had to be like, what's it called again? Leg was Hollywood. Leg was Hollywood. Leg was Hollywood um, is a theory I developed uh, last, uh, earlier this year, in, in January of this year. Uh, every January we watch interviews and uh, we do mini episodes uh, so we can take a little holiday break. Yeah. And um, one of the interviews we watched, but we didn't talk about, was he went on the co- on the comedy, comedy, not comedy channel. That's the the Australian one. What's the show with um, the Tonight Show? It's not Trevor Noah. Pre Trevor Noah. Uh, the, I'm oh, oh, a total the, late, the late night with Seth Myers. No, what Trevor Noah. What's Trevor Noah in now? The news one. Stephen Colbert. No, the other one. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, he did an interview with what's his name on what's its name. <laughs> <laughs> Colbert was a spin-off of it. Oh yeah, yeah. You know the news the one? show. No. Oh the yeah, Daily, John the Daily Show. John, John Stewart. Stewart. Thank he you. did an interview with the Daily Show. John Stewart and I remember watching it, being like, "This is not Baby Legs." Because there's zero body fat and he's wearing like a a black tee, long sleeve black tee mm-hmm. that like. That Sexy Luigi. Se- yeah. What did I say? Maybe legs. Yeah. No, this is not Sexy Luigi even. Yeah. Because the ma- amount of muscle going on here, there's a specificity to the muscle yeah. that takes the best of personal trainer. Yeah. There's like a, I'm going to get you to do this much so your chest is this much bigger than your waist. Like that kind yes, of specificity. I understand. And then the fitting of the clothing was so perfectly, like, it's like someone took in that shirt. Someone took in yeah. that T-shirt to make it fit better. Yeah. And I was like, this is more than sexy, Luigi. This is Leguizamo-wood. It's, it's, it's when- Leguizamo goes to Hollywood. Leguizamo goes to Hollywood. Leguizamo is no longer the young ingenue. <laughs> Uh, the young ingenue that that Baz Luhrmann sees something in. Now Leguizamo is primed and ready to take his place on the throne of Hollywood, only to be usurped by Leonardo DiCaprio. That prick. (laughs) That's Um, Leguizollywood. Primo Leguizollywood, if you're like, what the fuck are these two cunts talking about? Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. Tybalt is the quintessential Leguizollywood character. Potentially. I mean, I would also put Spun in there. Even oh, though it's Spun like, is full Leguizollywood. Le- spun is like, because I think like potentially. Oh, how? That's. Potentially- spun is good. Spun is great <laughs> for, for Leguizamo study. Yeah, right. Yeah. So Spun is Leguizollywood. Because I almost think that Tybalt is like. Like Baz Luhrmann is like um, like an old, like that old guy in the one with Brendan Fraser, Castle, not Castle, you know, the, um, the old guy that directed uh, Bride of Frankenstein that's just like, I see something in you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that beautiful young girl, she's rough from the, from the cities. <laughs> she's from the East Coast, but I see something in her. She's beautiful. She could be a star. And, like, that's the first moment of her being, like, a star. Well, you felt that with Spun. 
No, no, that's with Romeo and Juliet. Romeo oh, yeah. and Juliet is like the birth of Legos Hollywood, but yeah. I couldn't. But anyway, I mean, all of and this. And Spun is when he's thriving. Like, Spun is like Legos Hollywood, Legos Hollywood having a crack at the Oscars. Yeah. So, essentially, those five categories. Legos Sundance. <laughs> the Legos Sundance! We've already, we did the Legos Arias this year or last year. We'll do the Legos Sundance <laughs> Festival. Festival. Oh, that is so funny. That's what, that's what Spun is, is like, Legos Hollywood goes to Legos Sundance. We should do a Legos Sundance Festival. <laughs> that, could we get really sued funny. for that? Yeah, on, from everyone. Wait, actually? <laughs> Who's going to sue us, really? <laughs> We are out. Who's going to sell it? Okay. So essentially those five categories we've given you, right? That's what we thought. That's what we thought. So we've been we've been basing our entire podcasting year off these five categories. Baby legs. We were just needling it. Sexy in. Luigi. Leg was Hollywood. Daddy Guizamo. Dad Guizamo. Every film we watched, we were like, oh, this is a Daddy Guizamo. Oh, this is a Baby Legs. We weren't open-minded, Zach. And here's the thing, right? Here's the thing you need to understand. With the exception of Daddy Guizamo, these are all linear. These are phases. These are like um, like Pokemon, Pokemans. Pokemon. <laughs> these are like Pokemans going from one Pokemon to the other Pokemon. Yeah. No longer do you have Pikachu. Yeah. You now have evolve. a Raichu. Yeah, exactly. You can't just go from Raichu back to Pikachu. This is except for Daddy Guizamo because Daddy Guizamo is a different category. Yeah. You know, it's confusing, but. Stay on board. Stay with us. <laughs> but we really, truly, truly believed that mm. this was like a Pokemon phase and then Frogs or Snakes happened and I'm watching Frogs or Snakes and I'm sitting there, I'm going, oh, it's pretty good, baby legs. Yeah, anyway, baby legs, cool, man. This is a little movie he did back when he was trying to make it before before he did, uh, before he did um, Luigi, mm. you know, before he did all of that. Then I was like, I might just check what year it was made, 1997? Yeah. What is this? It Ilf. fucked us up. It like it really did fuck me up. I thought personally, you didn't sleep for two weeks. No, nah, man, I couldn't. I couldn't at all. I wept for. I wept. I haven't stopped wept. crying. I'm still my eyes water, which is pretty fucked up. I, um, think you need I to was. See I thought about when that. I saw <laughs> when I saw frogs for snakes. You need to be a little more resilient. See, this, is, this is what also threw me off is because <laughs> yeah. when I saw frogs for snakes, um. I thought it was made in 1993. It had mad 1993 vibes, which for me was Sexy Luigi. So Zach comes in, he's like, that was Baby Legs. And I come and go, that was Sexy Luigi. Mm. But then when you watch the film, I was like, why does his hair look like that? Yeah. He has Baby Legs hair. And then you look, and it's meant to be Leg was Hollywood. 1997? Yeah, we're getting that's, close that's to That's Leg Hollywood, baby. Well, even is it? I mean. Yeah, but that's what we thought. And so that threw us. And then Zach and I had a big fight. Yeah, we did. On air. On air. On air. Go you check can, out the you can Go check <laughs> it out. Um, it ended in fisty cuffs. Yeah. And uh, finally, once we'd forgiven each other and we'd gone to some uh, couples therapy, mm-hmm. uh, we've decided to come together and create this episode. And I just want to say, Mish, when you... Um, when you uh, say things like uh, Legos Hollywood doesn't exist, uh-huh. it makes me feel yeah. like, no, nah, I'm just doing a little couples therapy joke. Um- <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So basically what we've done now for the last I don't know, couple months, a couple weeks, whatever, is watch some of his movies from the 90s. So that because was- I think that Zach and I can comfortably say okay, well- baby legs is a thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I don't want to make any assumptions. Okay. See, I don't, I don't, I I do believe, yes, that baby legs is a thing and I do believe that dad Guzamo is a thing, but I do think that maybe our linear system might be off. Maybe it's a mindset. You know, maybe. Maybe Johnny Legs goes into films and it isn't about how old he is or his career progression, mm. but it's where his mind is at. Yeah. Maybe he had Miami Vice brain when making Frogs for Snakes. Mm. Maybe he had Land of the Dead brain when making The Hollow Point. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? I absolutely know what you're saying. I wish he was here so we could ask him. The thing is, <laughs> I, I do believe or I would love to find a linear thing. I would love to find a a Pikachu, Raichu, Pokemon kind of situation here. That's how I want to come out of this potentially two-part podcast. <laughs> Can we not make it two parts? <laughs> yeah. We have so many movies to watch. <laughs> 
you're rushing to that finish line like we'll reach it, Mish. Um, I think I would love to find it and I, I believe that we can, right? But I also think we need to really be open to what the data is telling us. And that's what we're going to do now is we're going to we're going to go through the data. We are throwing out everything. Yep. Yes, we're going to kind of start with something of an assumption that that what he is like baby legs and and dad Guizamo are we hope going to stay around. Yes. If we get to the end of this, I just want to say, I want to be really open, Mish. If we get to the end of this and we realise, oh, no, the whole thing's broken open, then I'm prepared to do a Dad Guizamo investigation of a similar ilk. (laughs) (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> All I want is for this podcast to end. Yeah, I know. So however we get there, mm. I don't mind as long as that is our goal. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I just think like uh, <laughs> I want it to have a semblance of, of, of growth and narrative progression. Absolutely. The last thing I want is to get to the end of today's episode, having gotten nowhere. But if we get to a place where it's like, all right, now we got to watch everything you did in the 2000s. All right. Which is kind of what we've got to do anyway, because we watched everything you did in the oh, 90s. Geez, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, look, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we do get to the end of this episode and we're slightly more insane and have gotten nowhere. Because it might not be, maybe Dad Guizamo is more of like a descriptor in the way that Daddy Guizamo is. Mm. Maybe we need to throw, you're, you're right, maybe Baby Legs, Sexy Luigi, Dad Guizamo, Daddy Guizamo, Legwas Hollywood, they're all just descriptors. They're all kind of like... Of how he makes us feel. Yes, right. But maybe the stages <laughs> are more like post... Ice Age, post, um, post, you know, Mario like Brothers. Mario Brothers, like what shifted for him at that point? You know, maybe that's what the ages are, and mm. then we can come up with fun names for them. And then okay. we've got sort of a ages of Legu- Leguizamo, yeah, at well, Leguiz- Leguiz ages, yeah, and then we've also got like a. Um, Leguiz ages, Leguiz ages, and then like a Legua, Leg, Legua. Legua category. Legua category. I'm going to just. Is it category is what you're looking for? I'm just going to like synonym categories. Just do a quick <laughs> synonym. Of the word categories. Cate- 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 we cannot continue unless we have a Leguizamo pun. Categories. So classification. Legroupings. Legroupings. No, that just sounds like legroupings. Legroupings. <laughs> um, uh, like legua. Legua. Legua genres. Z, z and z are, are similar. Yeah, what was sound. the first one you said? Legroupings. No, the f- one before the first word. You said classifications. Classification. Classifications. No, that doesn't Leguizamo. work. Leguizamo. Clash- classification mo. Classification mo. Do you what's really annoying is that classification? Yeah, go. One of oh, our- categorisa- categorizamos. Oh, categorizamos! You did it. Categorizamos. Yeah. <laughs> we got a categorizamo him. Is that because it was you're saying categorizations? Yeah, I'm saying categorization. <laughs> yeah. So it's a categorizamo. Yeah, it's a categorizamo. And that's a different thing to the leguages. Leguages. So you leguages. Leguages. Yeah, leguages is better. Yeah. Leguages. Leguages. So he can be. He could be. And this is what we're really opening up here. This is just a theory. <laughs> But he can be Dad Guzamo, Daddy Guzamo. They're like tags. Yeah. He could be Dad Guzamo, Daddy Guzamo, and Legos Hollywood mm. in one film. Yeah. Chef, I think, is an example where he kind of still is a bit Legos Hollywood. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. That's just a theory. No, I hear what you're saying. But we got to look at the data. Yeah. The puns have thrown me. 
But I hear what you're saying. Do you have any theories? Do you have any, like, um, before we dive into this, do you I have, have any a th- theories? I have a theory. It's that the words that we have to describe have nothing to do with how old he is or his career progression. It is everything to do with how he makes us feel. So, like, when I get a Woody, mm-hmm. that's Daddy Guzamo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if he makes us go, oh, that's Baby Legs. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I 100% agree. 100% agree mm. that that could be the answer. That's how I, that's where I feel like we're going to get to. And it's not going to be a matter of like, it has to follow a timeline. It's a feeling. So whatever was happening for him during Frogs for Snakes, he was in a mindset or he was just, in, yeah, he was just in the space of baby legs. So he made me feel like it was baby legs. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that he already made Romeo and Juliet. And that's where I think I'm, I'm getting drawn to this leg, leg, the categorizamos, categorizamos, which are more like tags. Do you know what a tag is? You know, a tag on social Tag wasamos. Tag wasamos, like hashtag wasamos. Tag wasamos. We've dropped categorizamos and now we've got tag wasamos. Can we wasamos. say hashtag wasamos? Hashtag wasamos. Yeah. And maybe daddy wasamo is a hashtag wasamo. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I, I think understand. that's really good. I would love to also then reappraise the ages. So if we've got tag wasamos, hashtag wasamos, yeah. I still think I want leg was ages, but that just might be a whole new I want leg was ages because I like saying leg was ages. Yeah. So that might just be, you know, sciences get more complicated as they get deeper into it. You know yeah. what I mean? It gets more and more. So maybe there's two things here. Maybe. Shall we just get into I it? I think so, because we've been talking about what this episode's going to be about for the length of an episode. Yeah, that's why I'm saying two parts. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right. So Sorry. where do we want to start? I, I'm going, I'm on his IMDb, Internet Movie Database. Yeah. It's a website that has all these movies on it. <laughs> so basically. It's like a database every movie he's ever been in. Basically, we've done a little bit, a little bit of uh, his baby legs, right? Not even a little bit, a lot. We've done a lot of baby legs. Mm-hmm. But this is obviously using the labels that we were using previously. Mm-hmm. Um, and we felt confident of the feeling we had of Johnny Legs in the 80s. He has yet to surprise us. So we started watching 90s films. So I think what we should do is start from 1990 and discuss each movie we've watched. Yeah. And say how it made us feel. Yep. And where we think he could be categorized okay. and what it was like. So if we're can looking- I just, Can I just do one like caveat on that? I yes. just want to feel confident that there's nothing in the late 80s that needs to be reappraised. That's all. That's the only all. thing that we have access to that he did in the late 80s was Miami Vice and Casualties of War. So I just want to just do it like, I just almost want to do when we get to it, right? When we get started, I just want to like tick that off. Okay, yeah, we're confident that's not- the age we're talking Do you about. want to just start from Madonna's Borderline then? Yeah, we just go tick, tick, tick. We just go tick, 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 tick. All right, Madonna's Borderline. Uh, that's a that's a baby. That's a pre- that's, Whatever that's, we're looking at, that's not that. That ain't even, that ain't even a fucking- That's a baby mark boy. Mark radar. That's a baby boy. That's a baby boy. Mixed blood we haven't seen. Miami Vice. It defined the genre. That's baby fucking it legs. Defined that's the leg little genre. man, big jacket. And there's nothing about that- that, inst- that talks to the confidence and the prowess of whatever it is we're looking at in the 90s. 100%. Absolutely. Casualties of war. I think baby. Baby legs. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And again, right. it's a vibe. Yes, he's at war. Yes, he's he's in battle with guns. Big man in army. But that is, a, that is baby legs there's in that nothing, jacket. That is baby legs in that army jacket. There's nothing in, in, in Casualties of War, even though it's a much bigger part than we're used to seeing. Hunch. Sam. Even though it's a, you know, literally quite a well-fitting army jacket, metaphorically speaking. It's fucking huge. It's way too big for the boy. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing about Casualties of War and, and, and Tybalt that link. Absolutely nothing at all. Okay. Great. Happy to drop that. Okay. So we hit the fucking 90s. Revenge. His first movie made in the 90s. Quick recap. Sexy thriller with the Madeline Stowe. I don't remember his part in it. I do not remember who he played. <laughs> uh, he played someone who helped Kevin Costner find the man who had Madeline Stowe. Okay. You would know him if you saw the picture. Jump on Google Images, type in Revenge, John Leguizamo. Okay. Um, I think... I think that this is a baby legs moment. Little man, big jacket. 
He has also got a really big fucking hat. Oh, yes. He's this sort of, he's yeah. a bit psycho. Is he like an intense? Yeah, yeah, he speaks Spanish. And he's really intense. He's a bit yeah. psycho. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I agree with you here. Yep. Yep. Right. Although I will say this is when I started to doubt because he had a prowess and I remember talking about this. I said, oh, we're starting to see things here. So I think it's like almost as if Johnny Legs was doing the film and he was like, I reckon I could be sexy. Yes. It's like it was a mind. It was like he just goes, I think I could, I could be sexy. I think I could carry this film upon my shoulders. Yeah. hundred percent. Are those shoulders strong enough for the film yet? No. No, which means to me, little man, big jacket. Okay. Then we look at Die Hard 2, another film hard to study. His part because so small. He he holds a gun for one shot. I believe. and he's on a he's on a snowmobile for a bit, mm-hmm. and then he's the one who turns the lights off at the airport. Mm. Little man, big jacket, mm-hmm. confident. In fact, I do think he has a big jacket in this film. Mm. So this is pretty crazy stuff because I start to think that revenge is is revenge has a question mark for me. Okay. Okay. No, nothing more. Nothing less. Okay. The next one to me, to me, that we watched is quintessential Baby Legs, and that is Street Hunter. Street Hunter, the most Baby, baby Legs thing, thing you've ever seen in your whole fucking life. Yeah, Street Hunter is, is hardcore that Baby was, Legs. Can I also just say a quick side note? I mm-hmm. realise this isn't about us. We're here to talk about Johnny Legs, but that was one of my favourite episodes we've recorded. The fact it's that we're doing a podcast about, our previous- about a, our, an actor we like yeah. it means that this is deeply about us. There's there's no bigger ego than the two egos sitting here talking about Johnny Leguizamo. Yeah. And if you're still listening, if you've gotten this far into this episode, you are feeding our egos and thank you. Thank you. Um, Street Hunter, go listen to that episode after you've listened to this. One of my, genuinely one of my favourite ones that we have recorded. I don't remember it, but I remember that movie, My God. Yeah, My God in Heaven. It's very fucked. Um, okay, the next one we watched from the 90s was Poison. Kyron mm. Wheatley was released recently in theory. Yes. yes <laughs> we're releasing all the 90s ones yeah. before this. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, how do we feel? Um, uh, how do we feel about Poison? Mm. Uh, uh, baby legs. Yeah, hunch. hunch. It's baby legs. There's no, no no question. No question about that. All right, then we've got out for justice. Boy in alley. The one we just watched, drug dealer. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think. Baby legs. Hard to hard to assess, but he was wearing a big jacket. He was wearing a really big leather jacket. So it like even if he still had that kind of like revenge mentality of I could do sexy. He still was a little man in a big jacket, mm. literally, mm. you know? So this is where I go, like, maybe baby legs. Anyway, we'll keep going. We'll okay. Keep going. The next one we watched was Regarding Henry. Now, to me, yeah. Regarding Henry is baby legs. 100%. There was no doubt we were, like, deep, deep in the eras of John Leguizamo when we watched Regarding Henry. Yeah. And I remember watching it going like, oh, yeah, this solidifies that baby legs is a thing. Yeah. I think one day we're going to look back at like how, how much we were in that and we're going to go, oh, my God. How can embarrassing. You believe, can you believe we thought that like yeah. the, the leg was, like was the, ages were was a thing? It was a fucking thing, yeah. Um, okay. And here it is. Yeah. This was the moment for me. Mm-hmm. My first John Leguizamo Wood. Mm-hmm. Whispers in the Dark. Whispers in the Dark. Whispers in the Dark was the start of what we believed to be, back in the day, the sexy Luigi leg was age. Mm. Mm. The leg was age of sexy Luigi. Mm. It is full sexy. It is a thriller, which we all know I love. And he was hot. Really low, like, cut buttons. The difference between John Leguizamo in Whispers in the Dark to John Leguizamo in Regarding Henry. I just, Why like, did you looked just up a picture face? and I've forgotten just how full on his character. Yeah, oh, this is- <laughs> <laughs> like the, yeah, just a real, real full on character. Yeah. Yeah, no, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So The difference between. Oh, my lo- Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. The difference between. Regarding Henry and John Leguizamo's performance in Whispers in the Dark is one year, mm. but a completely different person. Mm-hmm. 
Agreed? I think that what he was fumbling, fumbling and awkwardly reaching for in revenge, he grabbed with two hands and devoured. Yeah. <laughs> in whispers in, in the, the dark. dark. Yeah. All right. And then the following year, he didn't do very much in 1992, to be fair. The following year, 1993, it's the big one. It's the big one. It's where we got the name. Yeah. It's Super Mario Brothers. It's Sexy Luigi. That's Sexy Luigi. And even if Sexy Luigi isn't a Leguiza age, Leguiza age or whatever we fucking called it, we can all agree I mean, that he is playing as Sexy Luigi. He's playing Luigi and he's, and he's sexy, sexy about So he says Sexy Luigi. And, and Luigi is sexy in this universe. Yeah, so it's I have no the- problem referring to John Leguizamo as Sexy Luigi in regards to this film. It's not like a sexy person is playing Luigi. That's right. He's playing a sexy Luigi. I just had a moment mm-hmm. as I'm scanning through his IMDb page. I just had a very, very clear 1.5 seconds where I realised what it is that we're doing <laughs> mm. with our, like with this podcast. This is I, We have watched Drek. so much John Leguizamo fucking his filmography. Yeah. Who is listening to this episode? I don't know. That's just me actually genuinely asking you, my friend I can't tell Zach. you how much feedback I've gotten on the Donna podcast when I've tried to go for this level of deep dive because I find it really funny. Yeah. Audiences have said time and time again, they don't enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. They do not enjoy this. This is like unlistenable deep dive. Oh, people bullshit. have stopped listening. We're just rambling at this point. We're going through an IMDb list okay. and covering what we've already covered. Okay. This would have made a great best of. We could have played bits from the episode and stuff. Yeah, but that would have been a <laughs> lot would of have work to for listen Tom. Back. <laughs> no chance. No chance. Um, we then, after Super Mario Brothers, we we haven't watched Carlito's Way yet, which no, would we're be- kind of saving that one. Yeah, we are saving. That's a special. That's a special boy. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one we'd watched was Pyromaniac's Love Story. Because then he also did House of Buggin, which we which we also watched, have yeah. not watched. We haven't watched House of Buggin. Pyromaniac. Can Love I just Story. say as well, he did nothing in 1994. That's big, Zach. That's massive. He literally didn't make anything in 1994. That's pretty crazy. I mean- Do you think that's because he just released Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, like maybe Mario Brothers didn't go as expected. Uh, maybe they were. Maybe he was pitching House of Buggin. He was in also, the whole series of House of Buggin. And also House of Buggin, uh, House of Buggin is like off- the success, I think, of his live shows. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see if he was doing one of his live shows in 94. Okay, that's fair. That's a good point. Uh, then we had a Pyromaniac's love story. Which is interesting because I think a lot of, like, he's confident, he's the lead, he's the romantic lead. The first time we'd seen Johnny Legs as a romantic lead. In fact, has he done a lot of romantic leads? No, not often, he no. doesn't get. He does not get the opportunity to be a romantic lead very but often. But he's a sweet, daggy little thing. And I think that there's a lot about Pyromaniac's love story that is baby legs in its way. It's like a confident baby legs. Yeah. Oh, I yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Now I'm looking back because Pyromaniac's love story, that was like episode four or some shit. Yeah. That with Pat and Honor. Fun as to record. But we were, we were new to, we were our own forms of baby legs in regards to this pod. This is before we hired Tom. Yeah. So I did the sound. So sorry if you decide right, to go listen to the love story episode really fucking ruined you. This is why we hired Tom. <laughs> I'm looking at photos from a Pyromaniac's love story and I'm not going to lie. It's still a bit sexy. It's sexy for sure. Like there's a photo sure. of him looking into Sadie Frost's eyes and mm. it turns me on. Yeah, it's sexy for sure. But I'm just sort of saying like in, in the way that like. How many was cooked? So in the way that like, here's, here's what I'm going to say. You know how Pluto was a planet and now it's not a planet anymore? Yeah, I remember that day. So the reason it is is because they were just like when they discovered Pluto, they were like, well, we've discovered another planet. Mm. This is a planet. And then since then. They've discovered like thousands more things like that, just like big rocks, big round rocks Mm. floating around, right? And then they had to kind of sit down and be like, what is a planet? Because Pluto's kind of halfway between a planet and one of these big rocks. And I feel like what we've got here, we've got a couple of Plutos, if this makes sense. Yeah. Revenge makes me question baby legs. Pyromaniac's love story makes me question sexy Luigi. I, it's so hard for me to admit it, but I am on board with that. 
because I am he's, on board with that. He's he's um. Oh yeah, there is some. It's it's so confronting. Like if you if, listener, if you're still with us, why? Um, but also jump onto Google Images, type in a pyromaniac's love story, John Leguizamo, and you can see a. There are multiple photos of him like captured from this film. And I'm like, oh, no, he's sexy. And then I look down. I'm like, oh, wait, no, he's a baby. And then I look down. I'm like, oh, no, he's sexy. It's a real, like, I think Johnny was confused in this film. Yeah, I think so, too. I think, like, the hair the hair is baby legs. It's baby. But the sultry look in his eyes That's is sexy, sexy Luigi. Luigi. You know, so this is where I go. You know, if I had to, if I was sitting here, if you looked at me and said, put it in a category, I, w- I would struggle, but I'd land on one. But this is one of the ones that make me question the categories. Okay. So that's where I would say we are now, that's number one in the, oh, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. All right. Pyromaniac's love story. I'm writing it down. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, so, to Wong Fu, mm. thanks for everything, Julie Newmar, personal favorite of mine, mm-hmm. childhood classic mm-hmm. for me thoughts just yeah confident i'm confident yeah like that he that that's that's him being whatever this is yeah whatever this is this is there with tybalt and it's there with super mario brothers yes whatever it is it's that yeah the vibe is strong whatever it is it's that hunch up next we've got executive decision Another person. I loved that movie. God, Fuck he did some good stuff. That. that movie was so much it's fun. Sick, I yeah. would watch that again. Yeah. I would watch that again. I not only watched that film, but then kind of studied that film and then recorded an episode and talked about it and I would still watch it again. It makes me like, I really want to do, uh, and I've said this a few times. I think I said it on the podcast. I really want to do like, um, uh, like a marathon or a week of just watching high concept action films, oh. like elevator pitch action films. Because so I watched this and then I watched Speed like a couple of weeks oh, later. Yeah. And I was like, fucking hell. And then I watched Daybreak as well. I watched the the tunnel one. Yeah. I love a, an elevator pitch action thriller from the 90s. Fuck yeah. Well, then you're going to love this one as well if you can remember The Fan. Oh, yeah. The 1996 thriller with Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes. Who was he in it again? Wesley Snipes' manager or his agent or something. Oh, yeah, he was great in that. Yeah, and he had little glasses. But I remember discussing with you that despite the fact he was playing kind of like this little manager, little glasses thing, he was still hot. Yeah, very, very. And I think he was coming off what was a fucking brilliant run of Two Wong Fu, Executive Decision, The Fan, followed by Romeo and Juliet. No, this belongs in, there's no question mark next to this. Much whatever like executive is, decision, yeah. Whatever this is, it, it um is fantastic. What I'm starting to feel is that to define this era by Mario Brothers is mm. where we fall apart. Yes, that's what I'm starting to. Oh, that's a good. That's a good. That's it, a good idea. That that to define it by Mario Brothers, it it, it doesn't give it an all encapsulating thing. It would be almost better to define it from something like. To Wong Fu, which mm. was the first of this run of films. Or what's the, what's the consistent thread through this? I'm starting to think this is like the leg were promising era, mm. something in that vein. Now, I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> I know that wasn't good. <laughs> I'm starting to think this is like, it, it, it's sort of like leg was Hollywood never sat well with you. And now- Sexy Luigi as an era isn't sitting well with me. I'm starting to think let's drop both of those things and come to a new definition. Anyway, let's carry on. Okay. Up next, after the fan, we have Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. Holy balls. Holy kapow. Incredible. Don't need to talk any more about No. It. We get it. We get it. You get it. We're all on the same fucking page. What a great performance. And then up next, just throw in a little bit of all that. Yeah, fun cameo. He's always he's always great for fun. Oh, fuck it. He's so good whenever he's so he does good. kid stuff. So not on so he just did this incredible run of very, very like they made a lot of money, good fucking parts. He had good parts in all of these these films. Just does a little cheeky cameo on a children's show. Mm. For fun, I For feel. fun. Which is very much something that our old leg was Hollywood. Johnny Legs would do. He's yeah. got the money. Yeah, he doesn't need the all that money. 
Yeah. He just wants to do it for a bit of fun. It's got kind of, it's kind of got dad Guzamo energy in a way. Just like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, we'll hang out. It'll be fun. What yeah. am I playing on? Alien. Yeah, fun. That'll be goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he had a friend that did the show and he was like, oh, it's really nice. Everyone who works on it's really cool. Nice yeah. kids. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. How long for? Half a day? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like fun. I'm a goof. Yeah, I'm, a goof I'm a goof and it'd be fun to show my comedy side. Yeah, for sure. I just finished, I just finished shooting Romeo and Juliet, you know? It, yeah. it, it, it is, I, where I'm going to put a question mark on it is just, it's not sexy Luigi. Mm-hmm. This is a key. Mm-hmm. All that is a key that will unlock this phase. Yeah. I believe. And I'm so glad we watched it because sexy Luigi wouldn't do that film. Your sexy Luigi would not do all that. Zach, you're right. You There's are nothing right. nothing sexy Luigi about... I mean, he was wearing like an like he was life. Mm. He was life. Would Freak John Leguizamo do this film? So we watched Freak, didn't we? Yeah, and that's of that era as well. And it's not on this list because this is the movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's showing that side of things. I this was when his this is when his and we haven't watched many of them, but this is when his one man shows were like blowing up. Yeah, and people hadn't seen Goofy Johnny Legs. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a big... Previous to him being goofy, he was doing quite serious roles. There was not a lot of comedy. And Freak as well is like... Fuck, that was good. Freak was so fucking It was really so very good. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I... I can't wait to get to the end of this and have like a list of like 15 things. It's like, you can watch this. These are 15 things and you're going to fucking love John Leguizamo as much as we do. No, but that's the truth. Like, I reckon we could... You and I could easily come up with some sort of like... These are, these, are the, these are the seven. I don't think we could do it in five. These are the seven films you must watch mm. if you would like to understand John Leguizamo's what, career progression. Why do you better. love him so much? Mm. Watch these films. Watch these films. That'd be fun. We should do that. Yeah, but we go, we go, that's in two years. Yeah. <laughs> freak, freak, freak is a key here yeah. as well. Freak is key because it's almost like this is the phase where he, uh, here's the thing a young actor comes to the film. They're like, oh, I'll, what do I have to do mm-hmm. to make the film or the work work? You know what I mean? They're in service of the film. I think an actor hits a point sometimes where it's the casting. It's mm-hmm. the casting director that's jo- doing the job and they bring themselves to the film. They bring mm-hmm. the film to them. Yes. And, and that's what he did. Like, freak is his thing. All that is his thing. This is like... Like Baby Legs is like he's an actor, whereas he becomes John Leguizamo in this era. Absolutely, the mid mid nineties. This is what not this- late nineties. Not early. We haven't gotten to the late nineties yet, so maybe early nineties. No, no. It's almost like there's a there's a point after after Sexy Luigi. Or, or this is what this is. Sexy Luigi is because so Sexy I, I Luigi. Think sexy Luigi is just Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. That's what I'm coming to terms with. I'm coming to terms with it and accepting of it because I believe it's the truth and I believe in the Leguizances. Let's just be very clear. Yeah. So I'm coming to terms with it. I am not afraid to use the term Sexy Luigi when referring to Super Mario Brothers. And also, this is what I'm talking about with the. With that hashtag Guzamos, mm. hashtag, what is that? What? Hashtag Guzamos. Hashtag Guzamos is that Sexy Luigi might be a hashtag Guzamo in a lot of his films. Mm. He's Sexy Luigi in Romeo and Juliet. He's Sexy Luigi in uh, many a film. Mm. Maybe. Nice. Maybe not. Because he's also Tybalt. Tib- maybe it's the Tybalt energy. Sexy Luigi in Tu Wong Fu. Yeah. Yeah. But as a defining factor, so the question is, is there one kind of all-encompassing age that can cover this or do we have to split it up? Mm. Carry on, Mish. Um, So after all that, he did The Pest, which we haven't reviewed yet. Uh, A Brother's Kiss, haven't watched that yet. Next up, it's a biggin, Spawn. 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 That, yeah. Or, which I thought was called Spudge. (laughs) Spudge. Or Baby Gravy, as discussed in our episode with Nick Mason. In which he plays the part of... Violator. Of, oh, I was going to say Skidmark. <laughs> Skidmark uh, prosthetic man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not sexy, Louise. That's not sexy. But it's... But, I mean... It is what It's this an is. established actor. He is now getting work. Big roles. This film 
does sit with those films, but I don't know how. Carry on. Unless we want to keep We're talking about We're not going to get to Spawn. any. No, not really. Um, okay. Then it was the one that changed. Who would have thought? Zach, let's take a moment with me. Let's take a moment. Let's take a moment. And Mish, if this takes three hours, not three hours, but if this takes two episodes, we've got to- Can we, we order food? If we yeah, can. absolutely. We, we stop and then we come yeah, back. I'm hungry. We come back next week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm genuinely quite hungry. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> okay let's take a moment, Zach. Mm-hmm. Let's take a moment. Who would have thought so I'll take a that beat. when I take randomly selected films- yeah. I was like, we just need to do a 90s film, so yeah, late 90s film, just pick whatever. And I just pick, what's Frogs for Snacks? How am I going to find it? I asked our listeners. Yeah. Hey, guys, does anyone know where I can find this film? Yeah. Four or five people gave us incredibly illegal, heavily um, virused copies of mm-hmm. Frogs for Snacks. And we sat down, we watched Frogs for Snakes. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought mm-hmm. That it would cause such a fucking riot. A riot. A riot in our brains. A riot in this tiny little podcast studio. A riot. It changed everything. Frogs for Snakes. Frogs for Snakes changed. Came after Spawn. Came after Spawn. Directly. It's the next film that was released. Now, Frogs for Snakes is definitely sexy in. I mean, yeah. I is mean, that opening? Well, there's bit? there's bottom, there's sex. He, yeah. you see bottom, you see him have sex, you see him topless for about ninety percent of his performance. Mm. He's smoking ciggies and he's talking about sex. It's sexy, and it's John, it's Johnny Legs doing those things. Wish we'd watched Summer of Sam because I think Summer of Sam is very key to all of this. Don't say that now. It's all right. We we've got what we've got. Yeah. And I wanted to save Summer of Sam because I've been wanting to watch this film for years and I didn't want to watch them all at once. Yeah. You've got to split seen- up the Ice Ages with something. Yeah, I've never seen Summer of Sam. <laughs> no, me neither. Um, and, okay, so with this film, it's almost like he regressed, I don't know about mindset, but in terms of his general vibe, we're right back. We're right back to, like, Whispers in the dark kind yeah. of early 90s. So this is where I go, we're looking at the categories, you know mm. what I'm saying? And we're looking, we're looking, and this is where we've got to really break open baby legs. Mm-hmm. And we've really Like a little to, chicken wing, you just want to break it open. You know, and we're going, oh, he's back to this, he's back to this. What if he never left it? Because then I think this, I'm getting really interested, right? I'm looking at this list. And there's an interesting kind of run because what comes after Frogs for Snakes? But Body, Body Count, Count, which we also I thought was I a 1993 film put in that category. So this is what this is this is where we're going. Oh, it's sexy Luigi. Then it's Leg was Hollywood. I don't know if that's true. I think I think this is kind of an era. This is something here. See, I would argue that between. Fucking Super Mario Brothers and Spawn. Mm. From what we watched, John Leguizamo did not make anything that didn't make any money, that wasn't well, successful. In our hearts. In our hearts. I don't know how they did in the box office, but but that didn't make an impact. Yeah. Because I don't know if Spawn made money. Oh, no, but it's iconic. But it hit hit right It's here. iconic. He played it. There was an iconic It did role. well at, on the video. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Romeo and Juliet, massive. The fan, I'm sure, did well. Robert De Niro, Wesley Snipes. It did well in in our hearts. hearts. It's not about how much money it made. It's about how much it affected our Our hearts. hearts. Um, But then, yeah, he just made these two little ones where we're talking frogs and snakes and we're talking body count. He's saying two little ones, but what comes after it, Mish? Dr. Doolittle, rat voice two. And then what comes after that? Summer of Sam. Joe the King. Joe the King. Joe the King, a movie that he kind of got made. I think he was an EP on it. Mm-hmm. He was shooting, he was doing Freak, I read, and he had to like, he could only be free for a couple of days of shooting because mm. he was shooting, he was performing Freak in the evenings. God, that guy works so much. It, it's, it's an interesting little era here. And this is why I'm saying Summer of Sam might be like a key here. Okay, can I just say I've looked up Joe the King again. I'm looking at his pictures. He, it does make me hot. Yeah, absolutely. Ethan Hawke was in that movie. Yeah, remember he was like the teacher. The teacher, yeah. Yeah, it's it's that's what I love about an indie film. You know, you win some, you lose some. And mm-hmm. I thought there was so much going 
going for this one. Um, sorry if this is terribly boring, listeners. I'm not sorry, personally. If you're this far in, you're just like us. Yeah. Like, this is great. Honestly, I probably should have, we should have apologized in the first 15 minutes. We should have been like, heads up. We're so far into this now that if people are still listening, they don't need it. They're not, we're not, I'm not sorry because you're enjoying yourself. The whole point of this podcast is you're writing your, your solo theatre plays. Mm. I'm doing my little sketches and this is where we come to, to do the deep To be ourselves. So... People are like, What's, what do you like in real life? This, it's, oh, my this. God. If you look up Joe the King, John Leguizamo, one of the first pictures that comes up is our podcast. That's so good. <laughs> I hope we were nice. It's all in the first two rows. Top ten pictures. That's great. Look at that. Joe the King. Yeah, because he had that, like, open shirt. He mm. was a stylish dude. Oh, yeah, look mm. at that. That's. Do you know what that is? That's, like, um, EP energy. That's, mm. like, I'll do a scene. Like I can't play the Ethan Hawke part. I'd love to because I love this script. And he's like, give me, yeah, he's like, give me the script. He's learning. He's definitely learning the script that morning with his yeah, cup of coffee. It's like he's like, I can give you a couple of days, and hopefully that will help you get distribution because I'm John Leguizamo. Yeah, and I don't know if you know this, but I just made a string of movies that did quite great. well. Um, anyway, interesting. Joe the King is is a thing for me. It makes me go, all right, oh, what's okay. going on here? In in the sense that it's 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 sort of an interesting energy. Mm. And then unfortunately we didn't watch Summer of Sam because I'm holding off to watch it as well because I'm really excited to see Summer of Sam. Fun fact, he got the part in Summer of Sam because um because uh of Freak. So because he did Freak and then Spike Lee directed the HBO special of Freak, directed mm. the film version, and then and then gave so him Summer of Sam. I can't wait to watch Summer of Sam. I'm really excited to. Same. So what what have we what conclusions have we come to? I feel like I, there's very little in the way of conclusion. Yeah, I know. Wait, this is going to be two parts. That's fine. That's fine. It means I we just, don't have to watch Dora the Explorer. I just want to order some noodles. We can go have something. some lunch, and then next week. <laughs> we'll come back with a part two. Well, no, we're not next week because we've got all these other. I reckon it give it a bit of time, a bit of a breather. Oh, I reckon we just launch in. You reckon there's a gap? I was thinking we just launch back in. We have some lunch. I think we need to discuss what our schedule is because we're meant to be doing some mini episodes at some point. Yeah, yeah that's a mean. lot of mini episodes. Is that what you're saying? A lot of not watching the films. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. Okay. What do you reckon, listeners? <laughs> well, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> No, maybe we do. Um, yeah, because I think there's a there's a lot more to get into here. But okay, here's a question, Mish. Mm. Uh, could we kind of define up to that point what what's the next step here? I guess is the question. Um, I think that you and I just have to kind of lock eyes, nod at each other, and agree that these classifications have to go out the door. Is that where we're at? Yeah. I think, like I said, I think that the way I feel about Daddy Guizamo is a me thing. Mm. Maybe that's not a you thing. That might not be a universal thing. That's just what I like. Yeah, no, but he, no, that's, there's, he's objectively Daddy Guizamo okay. in all those films. Yeah, hunch scent. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone's like, oh, I don't think he's that great, they're like, fuck you, you're wrong. <laughs> you are wrong because that is Daddy. <laughs> Um, um, the, the challenge here is right. I feel <laughs> the like the challenge here is finishing what we've started. I feel like Mish, if we just end it here because we want to get some lunch, right? <laughs> if this is what you're proposing, no, I don't want to end it here. This episode, what we've done, what we've done is we've just slowly jerked our audience for an hour and then been like, "All right, gotta go, bye." <laughs> We got to come to some sort of conclusion. Now we can we can try and <laughs> I was so worried this was going to happen. The now, we're just gonna we can s- try, Mish, we can try in this moment to try and wrap it up in the next 10 minutes, give it a little bow. I believe now there might be a Christmas episode next week that we've pre-recorded. I don't remember. I, we need to talk about us. Yeah, yeah, we will. But there might be a Christmas episode next week that we've pre-recorded and we can check on that. I believe we need to come back. And we need to dig in. I think this needs to be a, a proper two-parter because I don't think we can rush through a 10 minutes. I think we can get some answers, but we need another hour to do that. So now that might be next week or it might be after the Christmas episode. Yeah. But that's what I believe we should do. That's my belief is that we need to, we need to like end this on a to be concluded because there's no be way. Continued. Continued. Yeah. Concluded. We're not concluding. We're not going to conclude anything. 
We're just going to split. But we're going to conclude this phase. We're going to conclude our study of the 90s. At some point. But I believe we can conclude something. Okay. We do need to come to some sort of I want to know how many people are mad at us right now. Oh, no one. They've just stopped listening. If you're mad at us, like, why? Why are you mad at me? Yeah, just stop. You should have just Just stopped listening. listening. You you have the choice. Yeah. (laughs) I think what we need to do, Mish, Mm -hmm. is we need to wrap this up, right? And we need to say, next week, we're coming back, we're going to finish this. Maybe there'll be a Christmas episode, though. And then we can talk about all the other stuff. There will ju- just say let's just say this. There will be a part two. Yes, and I believe it needs to be soon because we're like we've edged people here. <laughs> <laughs> we've edged them. We've been edging. We've been edging them. That's so funny. So I believe if there's a part two, it needs to be soon. Some, I would I just like put it out there. Edging is is lovely sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe they're enjoying it. They're enjoying it, but I do think we can't just be like, we can't edge them and then be like, all right, now we're watching fucking Ice Age 7. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we can come to conclusions in the next 10 minutes. We've edged them. We all can right. kind of just. We've edged them. I we want, can go I, we've edged them. I want a sandwich. That's yeah. where I'm so, at. So here's the choice, Mish. You've got the choice now. Yep. We've edged our audience. Now we can give them another 10 minutes of a hard, fast jerk where we're not even in it because we're thinking about getting a sandwich. <laughs> or we can say, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> and we can come back and we can finish the job. <laughs> this is my belief. Okay, fine. Tom. I want you to take Zach just then saying, I'll be back in a minute yeah. and put a beat behind it, please. That's very funny. Um, so and for when we finish up the episode. Thank you. Now, what do you want to do? You want to do a part two? I think we need I to do I want to do a part, part two. two. I think we have to do a part two. Oh, well, yeah, we didn't do, we literally just went, we literally sat down and talked about what we've done for the last year. But we landed on some good stuff. We're, we're, I'm feeling like if we rush this, we're just going to, we're just going to carpet sweep. We're going to sweep no, under the right, carpet. You're right. You're right. A really great realization. I think there's something so fascinating in this, like kind of, uh, what are we talking about now? It might not be a full hour, but then we can just riff. <laughs> yeah, we're good at that. <laughs> we can talk about our a lunch. sandwich. Yeah, we can talk about what we just ate. So I believe, I believe, you know, we're, we're on something here. We're on something really cool, which is this Super Mario Brothers through to spawn kind of thing. Mm. It makes me go, all right, that's something. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's a defining thing kind of all the way from whispers in the dark all the way through to... Fuck, like Ice Age. Maybe there's a broad enough category or maybe there's like two or three categories that happen in the 90s. And this is, this is, I think, I don't think we need to land on what all the categories are and I don't think we need to land on how we define them, but I think we need to land on a new system. Mm. This is a new frontier for the Leguizionses mm. and I'm prepared to do that yeah. for you, for this, me. This is the most cooked thing I've ever done. <laughs> I think honestly, I've ever done. Do you worry that this is unlistenable? Like, do you oh, worry? I like, I mean, for who? <laughs> like, I think this would be funny, but maybe not. Let us know. But be, be genuinely, nice. let us know. Be nice about it. But let us know if you you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed recording it. Yeah, I'm having fun. I'm having a lot of. fun. I really want to go into it. I want to get into the next one. That's why I want to do a part two. But yeah, let us know. Let's just sort of just shoot us a DM and be like, hey, you know, mm. I'll maybe do it a little bit more like this or that or the other. Yeah. Um. You know, just let us know. Yeah. Thanks uh, for listening. We'll be back uh, next week, either with a part two or a Christmas special, and then the week after with a part two. Yeah. Um, Mish, thank you so much for joining me on this. This isn't easy. This job is no. not always I'm, I'm about glad I'm last. doing it with someone, and yeah. I'm glad that person's you. I, I think that if I was trying to tackle this by myself, I would have a little Leguizar breakdown. <laughs> yeah, Leguizar breakdown. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> I think that sometimes we do this for the laughs, and sometimes we do this for the entertainment. Mm. But sometimes there's a higher calling, and that higher calling is is in front of us right now, which is categorizing the different eras of an actor we like. Yeah. Because you know what? Because when we know what the categories are, we can build a, a calculation that will let us know when the Leguizonaissance will occur.
We can we can do the maths. Oh my! Do you hear what I'm God, saying? I hear what you're saying. We go, oh, well, each age. You have complicated this for us. Each age goes for a certain length, which means we can like predict. But also, someone out there is probably doing it already for us, and we can just use them. Yeah, but we're pre-recording all these, so like by the time they give us the maths, it'll we've be already too done late, it. Yeah, you know, it'll be like February. We're recording this in. The- November? Jesus Christ. You know, they'll be like, hey, here's the maths, and we'll be like, fuck. But this is this is this is this is the foundation of mm. some greatness, I think. Yeah, I agree. We're gonna go into twenty twenty two with with a great foundation. Agreed. Uh, and if you hate this, please let us know and we'll 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 err away from these sorts of episodes. Yeah, but you will future. get a part two because we need that. We need a part two. Yeah. Um, thanks, Mish. Thanks, Zach. You're the I'll, best. I'll see you next week for either the Christmas episode we recorded last week or part two of Who this. knows? I haven't looked at our schedule. Take care, Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. <laughs> I'll be back in a minute. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be back, back, back in a minute. I'll be back in a minute. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be back, back, back in a minute. I'll be back in a minute. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.